Welcome back, everybody, to Not At Odds. This is episode number two of Interviews with My Father. Again, my father, Darrell Hyde, lost him at 90, and these interviews were done just uh, maybe six months or so before he had passed. He always lived an interesting life, being from Arkansas, being a musician, working in the Buick, having a limousine company, and when I'd visit him on the weekends, I just started doing little interviews with him, and I've now put this onto a podcast, mostly for my family, but other people are finding it very interesting. Now, this time in the background, if you can hear what's going on, is his son-in-law made him a slide guitar out of a cigar box. It's pretty cool, and so we're just trying to figure this thing out and play a little bit of music, and so... Give that a little bit of listen. On this episode, it's going to be where he met my mother, had his oldest daughter was born, Sandra, and a little bit about Deb, his middle daughter, and uh, going into the military and moving to Flint. So, kick back and give this a listen. Okay, now we're going to talk about when you met my mother, Charlene Opal. How did you meet her, Dad? I almost ran her down with a car. And how old was you? She was, well. No, she must have been 15. If you were 16, she must have been 15. Because you was only a year apart. I'm not sure I was 16 then. And you say you almost ran her over? Yeah. Uh, went around her corner. And uh, uh, your mother was in the middle of the street. Her and somebody else was in the middle of the street? Yeah. And uh, the man, Ed, was driving my uh, long leg, and I uh, wasn't doing too good. And uh, <clears throat> when, when I went around the corner, I down near ran over him. Love at first hit, and, or what? <laughs> well, they, were, they were walking, and there two guys in the car, and, Two guys, two guys. Uh, two, Charlene had a girlfriend with her. Two girls in the street and two guys in the car. We I, all get in the car and went to Missouri. You almost ran her over and just put him in the car and went to Missouri? Yeah. Seven, <laughs> seven miles. Okay. And what was you going to Missouri for? Cigarettes and beer. And Cigarettes gas. and beer and gas. And they're just like, okay, no problem, huh? No problem. <laughs> a little more trusting. Could you imagine doing that these days? Oh, God. Hey, little girls, get in the car. We're going to go get beer, cigarettes, and gas. I don't think so. So, did you guys just keep seeing each other from that point on? Well, yeah. Your mother just latched on to me. Well, because you had cigarettes, beer, and gas in the car. Yeah. Right, rich. Rich dude. <laughs> Now, she was not from Paragool, Arkansas, correct? She was went to school in St. Louis. And where was she originally from? Flint, Michigan. Her family was up here in Flint. That's how we ended up here, isn't it? At some point, you guys even got married. How old was you when you got married? She was 16. They had to put you at 17. Yeah. After you got married, let's see. Let's My oldest sister, she was born... What's your Sandra? Sandra, yeah. She was born in Arkansas. Yeah. And at some point, you went into the service. Was you staying in Arkansas, or was you in Flint at that point, when you went into the service? Well, 
I was living in Perryville at the time, and they called me up to service. So you got drafted yeah. for the Korean War. Yeah. And did Mom and Saunders stay right there? And yeah. Where was you living at that point in Arkansas? Perryville. Uh, I mean, the housing, did you have a... Where, Down by the bridge. Oh, okay. You know. I know at some point you lived above a tractor place uh -huh. on King's Highway or something, yeah. you said. But that wasn't when you went in the service. No. So when you went to the service, they, where did you go to begin with? Little Rock. Where? Little, Little Rock? Little Rock. Okay. All right. And from there to uh, California. San Diego, yeah. California. Is that where your most of your training was? Yeah. Then from California, where'd you go? Korea. Korea. Okay. And you spent a couple of years in the war yeah. over there, Korea War. You told me that you got on a ship and the waves were so bad that the ship next to you, you couldn't see it. Yeah. Because of the waves. This was on, on the way to California. From California to Korea, you mean? Yeah. You said you had a hard time eating? Yeah, you had to get in an apple crate and clamp your knees together and eat like this. And you spent, what, a week or better on that ship to get to Korea? 21 days. 21 days. Wow. Then you spent some time in Korea. You eventually got out of the Marines, Jews and the Marines, wearing a Marine hat to this day. Once a Marine, always a Marine, correct? Right. And when you got out of the service, you came back to Arkansas. Was mom still in Arkansas? Yeah. And I came home. Okay. And what kind of work did you do when you got out? I worked at a heading mill. A what kind of mill? Heading mill. Heading mill. What is a heading mill? Uh, we made uh, barrel tops for bourbon whiskey. Wow. Okay. Never heard about that. Yeah. Well, we had to cage it at a table and put it in the pigs together, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, they stored the bourbon booze in there. Huh, okay. All right. It was burnt inside. Okay, they'd burn them inside and then age the... Age the age Age it right in there. Other jobs I know, didn't you work at a tractor place? Oh, yeah. What'd you do for them? Mechanic, you know, half-assed mechanic. A mechanic. You also delivered delivered um, groceries and stuff. I think he was a grocery delivery guy. Yeah. Drove a truck for that. Oh yeah, that, that was a nice job. I had you go. Okay, uh, just backing up to when you was in Korea. What is it that you did there? I was in the infantry. And didn't you drive a truck, ammunition yeah. truck? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a choice. Uh, they were wanting me to be a, a mechanic, a truck driver, and I wanted to be a truck driver because I didn't want to sit in one place. <clears throat> and the guy, well, you drive a truck your last about two days, yeah, you'll be dead. But I made it through a whole damn situation. Never got shot at one time. Okay. That I know of. That you know of. Okay. So. Again, you got out of the Marines, came home, did some work around Perigold, Arkansas. Delivering groceries. Delivering groceries. Now, you said at that point, people that lived here in Flint, some of my uncles would send you 
pay stubs from General Motors. Yeah. And, and you guys uh, wouldn't believe. And friends uh, from that went to Buick, uh, Hardin Buick. And you've told me before that when you'd get these, uh, that you did not believe that they were really making the amount of money they said they was making, correct? Still, I and still I saw the stubs. Oh, that's why you had to see the stub, because they would tell you and you didn't believe it. That's why they sent the stubs. And so, at some point, Mom wanted to get back to Flint, to where her family was. And is this when you, you was living somewhere, and I'll try to remind you of the story, and if you remember it, I'll let you tell it, about you had went to work and told her you can't move to Flint because you got all this furniture. Mm-hmm. We just bought new furniture. Okay, well, tell me a little bit about <clears throat> that day when you went to work and told her you couldn't go to Flint because you had all that furniture. We just had it delivered, brand new furniture. Okay. And uh, bedroom suit and dresser and all that stuff. And they delivered that day. Well, that day, uh, me and Charlie was wanting to come to Flint because she went to school here. Okay. She was raised here. And, uh, okay, you're getting rid of this furniture that we just got and uh, we were Flint. When you came home from work, what'd you find? Empty house. Empty house, nothing but a mattress, huh? Yeah. Had you ever been to Flint before? Or? No. So what'd you do with that mattress? Strapped it up the door. What'd you do with that uh, daughter of yours, that baby girl? She said, try and help her. And you headed off? Now, what do you remember what month it was? Was it summer, January. spring, or winter? January. January. The 10th of January. I'll never forget that. The 10th of January. What happened is you got closer to Flint, about Indianapolis, I think. Well, I couldn't keep the car on the road. And I, I thought there was something. I kept trying telling Charlene, you got something wrong with this car. It's not driving. Well, come to find out, the streets are iced over. It's all ice? Okay. Uh, it's around Indianapolis, I think you said? Yeah. You'd never drove in ice before, had you? Uh, and, but you did make it all the way, finally made it to Flint. I didn't recognize that old Chevrolet in 1942 Chevrolet. Okay. First, the last Chevrolet they built during the war. Okay. And who'd you stay with when you made it home, when you made it here to Flint? Who'd you stay with? Charlie. Her family? Uh-huh. Grandma and Grandpa, H.A. and yeah. Pauline? Yeah. Now... Backing up with mom being in Paragool, you've said that she was down there visiting her grandma and grandpa, correct? Finest Ward, and what was her name? Granny. We call her Granny. Granny Ward. And he was, was he the one that was a blacksmith? Mm-hmm. He was a blacksmith his whole life. Okay, his whole life he was a blacksmith there in Paragool. And you, I've always heard stories that he was not a very nice man. Mean, mean dude. But now, my grandma and grandpa Clark, they were uh, they were nice people. They were here already. They were here, and you stayed with them. And did you hire into the shop? I, I hired in the tenth to be. Oh, that's why you remember the tenth. So you left just before that. So you was not here very long before you got hired in. Next day. The next day. Okay. Now, you also had a long music career. Started at 
when I was a young guy. About how old you was in Paragol when you first started playing music? Well, Dad picked a guitar all the time, yeah. Yeah. And so did you learn picking a guitar? Yeah, from him. And then you started playing a bass? Yeah. Now, you've always told a story about buying that first bass. Uh-huh. Do you remember buying your first, as a stand-up, correct? Yeah, I screwed up holding it. It was a, it made like a fiddle. Okay. And it was because somebody needed a bass player that night, correct? And you'd never been a bass player? Uh-huh. Never knew. I couldn't tune it. I couldn't tune it. But you played a job that night with it yeah. when you was a young man, correct? Right. Did you play with them a long time, or was that just a fill-in well, for that yeah. night? Yeah. So. I learned to play bass with them. In fact, I got the bass at home, and I couldn't even tune it. Okay. So somebody tuned it for you, and you played that night, huh? Yeah. So when you got here to Flint and the Buick, you continued on playing music? Every day. And how many years was you in the Buick? Till retired as a young man out of there. Yeah. I was 53, I think, and I retired. Okay. But I hard in when I was 18, you know. Correct. Yeah. And let's see, you lived in a lot of places while you was in Flint? You've talked about the ship of Cassies? What's the ship of Cassies? They owned a candy store downtown. But the mother and dad's house here, which they were dead, and uh, three boys and a girl, I can't remember the names, they lived in houses right along the Pier Road, mm-hmm. and I rent one of those houses. Okay. some point you had another daughter, mm-hmm. so you already had Sandra. Who's the other daughter you had? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break, and we're going to call her. We're going to give her a FaceTime like we do on these weekends when I'm visiting you, and then we'll get back to uh, Deb being born, okay? I hope you enjoyed episode number two of Interviews with My Father. Hey, coming up on the third episode, you're going to learn more about his daughter, Deb. He's going to tell some stories about her. His youngest daughter was born, Brenda. We kind of do a virtual tour of the house he bought in Flint. Uh, More on some limousines, I believe. And some great marriage advice for a man that had been divorced three times. Catch you next time on Not at Odds.